You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is On Principle, Challenges in Jewish Education, and On Principle, Episode 9, we had one of our most popular episodes, one that I think achieved probably close to over a couple of thousand downloads, I think, and that was with my my friend, and it's hard for me to even say that I can be so to be calling him my friend, but more my Minsberg, who uh, of course is the uh, the face, the 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 energy, uh, the words, the one that most people associate with Avachayim, and we talked about that last time. Um, that was almost two years ago. That was episode nine. We're now in episode sixty-five, Shlomo. So we have here um, doing the math. It's fifty-six episodes later. Here we are once again. Oh, it's two years almost have passed. That was May 2020. Um, boy, the world has changed a lot. Um, maybe it's gotten back to where it should. Um, I know that you haven't stood still. I know that the project that you came and spoke to us about uh, two years ago, which is available on our site, and you can hear uh, the, the, uh, the project, which is called the Self Project, right? Isn't that what it's called? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And and I know that, that tonight we're going to talk a little bit more about an aspect of that uh, that you shared with me that I think is important, not just for you and your self project, but I think in general for Jewish education uh, uh, down the line uh, for all ages and maybe for, you know, for anyone who's a serious human being who wants to do something with their lives and, 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 and feel not only fulfilled, but realize that they've done their life's work or try to do their life's work. Um, so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the subject of how to deal with man's what's like so awkwardly translated, right, Shlomo? The evil inclination, right? You know, the, you, you know we, 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 we get stuck with these I don't know, if, you know, it's not from King James, but they're from you know, some the archaic translations of of ideas that Hazal gives us and and gives us with such um, uh, such beautiful imagery uh, become anglicized. The evil inclination, as if we're inclined, right? Uh, the, the inclination to do evil. What we know is the Yetzer Hara, and I know that um, it's it's something which we can't get away from. Um, and it's something that we need to view uh, and, and, and understand and know how to teach it and explain it and, and for people to really be able to overcome those obstacles uh, that they put in for themselves. Um, so Shlomo, why don't you... You know, the Anglicize, you know, the, how people translate um, these archetypes, these, these, these seminal ideas, uh, if you may say, about the Yetzir Hara. Like the Yetzirah, if you think about it, is, is really uh, the most formidable foe of any individual. You know, it's the well-known story where the warriors came back from fighting a war and the sage is waiting for them and they're, they're exulting in the glory of having won this battle. And he's like, hmm, you guys have won the small war. Now get ready for the big war. What's the big war? War that's happening inside of yourself. You know, Yedehu Gibor, who's the real mighty person? Akrevish Yitzray. I mean, we, we, we just have to really just get the context over here. 
this conversation about the Yitzhahara is the one biggest existential threat to a person living out their dream about what they really want to do in this world. I mean, you really just have to understand that like, such a term is going to have a lot of potency. It has a lot of meaning and subtext in how you're going to define that. So it's definitely a delicate uh, topic. And when you have a word like Yitzhahara translated as evil inclination, um, there's, there's, you might lose a lot in the translation, as you often do. And I'm trying to recall that we spoke about. I think the term, I think what you're getting at is that, and I sort of was hinting at it, is that it's so benign and aristocratic. Oh, I have an inclination, right? You know, an inclination, right? You know, okay. What are you inclined to? What's your inclination? Is your inclination for fish tonight or is inclination for meat? Right? What's what's your inclination? Right? right? What's your inclination? Should we go to Bava or should we go to uh, Satma, right? What are you inclined to do? We, we realize that this is much more than a whim or an inclination. We're talking about the essence of what 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 envelops you and what in a way starts to define you um and and i think that's part of the problem right is 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 it and i think when you shared with me of a, uh, a snippet of a conversation that you were having with someone a, a sort of a transcript of a conversation you were having with someone one of the problems is is that we're used to looking at the Sahara as something outside of yourself um, as some sort of infection that occurs. Um, and, 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 and that really is at odds with the way it feels, because what it feels like is a struggle within yourself, as opposed to how am I going to fight off this, you know, how am I going to fight this, this germ off, this, 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 this alien element, right? And I think that's, that, that, that's right. part. Right, yeah, and I think that's a sign of maturity. I think an immature perspective on life is one of what's without me is the challenge, is the problem. And maturity often takes responsibility and realizes that really my challenges are from within, not from without. I think I see this a lot in a professional context with people that are projecting all their challenges and all their difficulties and maybe a psychological or relational or as we are told about the Yitzhahara in a spiritual context. Like blaming this Yitzhahara um, as if he's some devil with this, some type of spear and he's going to get me versus uh, the challenges that are within me. And um, I, I think, I'm trying to remember if we spoke about this two years ago. Um, if it came up in our conversation, but one of the big things I find myself, you know, have people ask me questions is like, how come they don't teach this in school? You know, you know, how come the Judaism you speak about, we didn't hear about? You, know, you ever get that question? You know, like people say like, you know, how come they never told us this? You know, well, this um, is sort of, this I think is really harkens back uh, to the critique of, of, of Abisal Salanto about Musa, right? This is really in a way, you know, again, what what this Salanter and his Talmudim were calling for was why, where is Musa in in our curriculum? 
Because really the ultimate Musr is to be miyaser yourself, right? That's the idea of Musr, mm-hmm. is to bond, to bind, to channel, to, to take hold of that bucking bronco within you, to miyaser it, and to actually get it to work. That's what Musr is about. It's talking to yourself and understanding who you are. Um, and the Bali Musr, obviously, we're, 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 we're almost obsessed with this, as, as were many strains of chassidus, right? Um, of, of, of that, that demanding, that honesty, and knowing, and, and, and Kotsk and others, uh, not fooling yourself into something that you're not, recognizing how you know, your mitzvahs, and, and when, you, when you feel the most puffed up and maybe even close to God is really perhaps the Yetzirah at work, um, uh, you know, trying as, as, as we would say. Um, so, so I think there, ha- you're not the first one to decry this. I think there has been a call for more mature, serious understanding. Chazal, as they always do, give us poetry in some ways. And, in, and, and but, but what the problem is, teaching Chazal has not gone deep enough to stop it from being poetry. Now, when we talk about the, the Yetzir Hara of Avodah coming out of the Kodesh Akdoshim like a lion, right? So it's sort of like, right. it's it, it sort of like, it, it in a way, concretizes this idea that it's some power from beyond, right? Um, or even when it says that, that it will also love, that the Tzadikim will see the Yetzir Hara, right? Uh, like a har that they're in, oh, oh, this giant mountain, how was I able to overcome it? And and and, and, they'll, and the other one, will, will, the Roshoyim will see it like a zvuv, right? So even though Chazal are actually telling us something very deep about our potential, I, I think the external imagery becomes one with all the Warner Brothers cartoons where we have, you know, you know, is, you know, is Daffy going to do something evil or bad? And then there's a Daffy, as you say, is a devil with a pitchfork, not a spear. But yes, on one end and on the other shoulder is one with angels and wings and a halo. And I think that's really a, a way that we have of sort of viewing are, and then when we're nichshal, we say, "Oh, the bad guy got us, right?" <laughs> what happened was, "Oh, yeah, that 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 force swept us up." And you know, why did I listen to that? That that right? I mean, I similar. I think what you're bringing up, like like we're saying, like we're not the first one to talk about this. The Marau, I mean, was busy with really, you know, saying hello. What do you really? Like, you really think that this is what what it's saying? This is much deeper than than what the what the sages are saying. <laughs> You know, and I think the question is, why did they clothe it? Why did they dress it up like that? You know, and 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 you know, one of the one of the things I explained to people is that really, like Chumash, it was it was given to all ages. It was given to young little children, just like they say Rashi on Chumash, and it was given to the greatest Kabbalists, to the greatest thinkers. And everyone could learn it on their level. Now, the thing is, is that what I feel like people don't realize is that education doesn't end when you leave school. Mm-hmm. You have to continue delving and mining. Right. But, but here's why, here's what I, I think needs to be said as, as, uh, as, we, as this program is about education, even from a young age. I think we have to start the process even younger. So 
when they do leave school, we're actually building on fundamentals that are already there as opposed to, wow, how come nobody ever taught this to me when I was uh, younger? Because you know, as well as I do, despite the thousands, millions perhaps, who are entranced daily by your sheer adults, so many of them really in many ways for on fundamental essential issues believe they know it all already. Oh, yes, I've got to do the DAF again and, and review it. But they are still not ready, as many Balabata, many people who are involved in learning, will not accept the fact that they don't know a lot, that they don't even know essential things, right? That, well, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you didn't. Um, you know, a person, when he reaches especially past 40, they somehow think, yeah, there's nothing new that can be told them. I mean, maybe there's some expansion, but on fundamental principles, it's very hard to, despite people go to Dafyamashiro, who, who know they need to learn to realize that, as Rabbi Strauss-Solanter understood, that you have to race the blackboard sometimes and rethink something from the ground up. And that's true about what your conception of what the Yetzirah is as well. And that's, that's part of what you're fighting, right? It hasn't been taught properly. And therefore, as we know, and this might be one of the Atzasai Yetzirah itself, is that you resist accepting a fundamental change in uh, what definition, especially when that fundamental change is going to put an incredible burden or it's going to be a, a motor that's going to really change your whole activities and my mitzvahs because it isn't going to be, oh, I lost again to this, to this power that was outside, but it means I have failed myself. And I think that's, that, that's a lot different. Now, that's a person, right? Um, you know, the, uh, you know, there, there, there are Medrashim uh, and Sipuri Maisius of people say, you know, the Bible show, you know, why did you give them such a Yetzirah, right? Why did you give them, right? Moshe Rabbeinu after the Egel, why did you give them this Yetzirah, right? So we're used to accepting these sort of excuses and saying, well, I'm not Rav Chaim, I'm not this great God, I wasn't able to overcome. Um, as opposed to if you understood where the struggle was, I think, and I think, I think I'm, I'm articulating, I think your idea here, I, I think we would not walk away as easily as we do and say, well, I lost that one, right? Yeah, so I mean, I think you bring up an interesting point because there's quantity and there's quality. There's what we fail to teach in quantity and there's what we fail to teach in quality. And quantity, 100%. People think that I know it all, I know the concepts, and they don't realize that uh, the education that they received in yeshiva, whatever school they were, that that's not sufficient. And that requires a person to continue their education. I think another point is that of quality. Yep. And that is that, let's take Yitzhahara for a second. When we teach to kids, if you look at children from a developmental model, so they are black and white. You know, try to teach kids about ideas like um, killing in self-defense. 
it could be difficult for them to get to the gray of realizing that, well, not everything, like, can you say Lashon Hara? You know, I, I, there are certain, most of life is in the gray. But my kids, it, it's a very hard to teach them about great people doing bad things. They don't, they, it's hard for them to grasp. Are they great or are they not? They're very black and white. And in education, I think that's the challenge that we have. I think you're bringing up a great point about how could we let them know that it's not a full picture, but we need to teach them in black and white. So that's, yeah. that's all that they could fully understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Urov, if you have a child who's less than an R, so I, it, it's hard to, and maybe wrong to emphasize, oh, the Yetzirah, he's going to see it as something that is very blocky, not gray, and in many ways, incorrect. I, 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 what I would say is that when students have minurov, when they're already in that age approaching godless of Narus, that would probably be the time that you want to really start teaching at that level about what this is, you know, and 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 uh, and we know the resistance that that adolescents and teenagers have. Um, I, I think the problem is, is that there has been a history of, of, of teaching, especially among, and not from us so much from the Eden, but especially in, 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 in parochial schools of zeroing in on, on lustful thoughts that start to percolate at that age. And I think that's what everything becomes embroiled in. And that becomes the whole Yetzirah. Um, and I think that's really where you have a lot of pushback and a lot of resistance, um, resistance too. I think that's, that, that's what generally that's occurs. A very, that's a very, yeah, that's a very fascinating idea that you're bringing up because, I mean, that, that opens up really a whole nother conversation about what tithes are. And a, a total misunderstanding of that too, and that really actually goes together with how you really define Yitzhahara. You know, people, you know, they think of, you know, I'm a Baltaiva. Yeah, I can't help myself. You know, because I this is what this is what you know sets me down this path where I can't help. You know, like as if I'm a I like more pleasure in the world, and therefore I need these things and I do these things. And as if it's like something also beyond my control. There's something here that's pushing me um, towards this, uh, these lusts. And there's nothing further from the truth about uh, defining Taiva and defining the Yitzhahara um, as these external um, things that are pushing me um, versus what's inside of me. And, you know, let, let me for a second build this idea by Yitzhahara. So let me tell you where I'm coming from. We're coming from a Gemara. The Gemara expounds the Pasuk and tells me, it says in the Shir Shalyam on Thursday, it says in the Pasuk, Lo Yibacha Elzar. Lo Yibacha Elzar means, simply translated, there should not be in you a foreign god. So the Gemara asks, it shouldn't be in you a foreign god? What does that mean in you? 
how is there a foreign god inside the person? Says the Gemara, What is the foreign god in the person's body? Says the Gemara, That is the evil inclination. So we have an insight. We have, we have a key over here to understand the Yitzhahara in the words of Chazal. They are sharing with us a description that will give us an insight into what the Yitzhahara actually is. And this is actually based on, on an idea from some of Al-Bin Ali Shur. And he says it in a few places, actually. He says it also in his Mamar and the different tape on El. And he says, what does that mean that the Yetzirah is a foreign god in the person's body? He says, you know what the Yetzirah is? It's a very powerful and that's where it relates back to my whole self project about the connection, about becoming who you're supposed to be. He says the Yetzirah, really, just to take a step back, to understand what the Yetzirah is doing. The Yetzirah, if you want to, again, go to these more, like you're saying, poetic descriptions of, of who the Yitzhahara is and what his role is in the world. And he, he essentially, he's the Satan, he's the Malcham Lovis, he's the angel of death, he's the Satan. He, he is the anti-force of the world. And that would mean to say his job is to prevent, to create free will, however you want to say it, I'm obviously simplifying it just for our conversation of not allowing man to reach his perfection. Now, what is man's purpose on this world? Which you could say is really what's the point of creation, if creation was to give to man the ultimate pleasure, as Ramchal says in the Sosa Sharm, because why did God make the world? He didn't need it for himself. They made it to give man the greatest good, Lysanig. That's not here in this world, it's in the next world. So how exactly is a person supposed to get that? So there's interesting words in the Ramchal, in the Sulti Shram, where he says that, you know who gets the Tainug Ikri Hamiti in the Oil Mabon? It's Tzvekis Boyizbarach. And stop me if I'm getting a little bit too uh, detailed over here. I'm just building to the point of what the purpose of man is, to explain what the Yitzhahara is, is the Adam HaShalom. The complete man is the one who merits to cling to the creator. That's the one who did all the Torah and mitzvahs in this world. He's the one who got there for the world to come and gets to merit to cling to, to the creator. Whatever that means, we'll leave that for now. Now, that tells us that the purpose in this world is to become Adam HaShalom. Now, Shalom, we know, has a few translations. One of them is to be whole. One of them is to be harmonious. What does that mean? So again, for, for, for sake of brevity and simplicity, if you, it is, obviously it's way more complex, but if you had to divide a person, you would divide them into two parts, like the Gemara says, man is half angel, half animal, three things like angels, three things like animals. We call that soul and body. There's two competing forces in the person one more spiritual, one more materialistic, soul and body. The objective of the world, if you may say, on the macro, we say all the time is, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. The purpose and the objective is to create unity. God is one, he's the unity, and we, by coming together, what's called Achtas, L'Shem Yichud Kujabrich is to unify. Shemaim and Aretz, physical and spiritual, 
all of Judaism is is to create the unity of everything in the world. If you look at God as the cover of the puzzle box, we're all the pieces of the puzzle. Like the famous Gemara, the Roman noble woman asked Rebekiva, what does your God do since he created the world? He's six days he created the world. Now what's he doing all this time? Twiddling his thumbs? So Rebekiva said, oh, he's Simply translated, he makes Shadduchim. And the Roman woman said, that's such a big deal. I have 400 servants. I have 400 maidservants. I'm going to get, I'm going to do like your God. And the next morning, this one comes back with a broken arm. This comes with a black and blue eye. And she's like, oh, your God is great. Okay, great. And this actually uh, feeds into what you said about how we look at such a piece in the Talmud, a piece of Gemara. And like, okay, that's really what it is. And, and again, the Arizal says, no, this is so deep. What God does all day is that he's mezavik zivugim. He pairs things together. The fact that me and you are speaking right now was orchestrated by God. When someone was going to listen to this podcast, that was orchestrated by God, that he should hear this because we're all pieces of the puzzle. And the objective is to connect them. And God made the pieces, so to speak. And now he keeps on turning things around, connecting and moving and manipulating till he makes the whole puzzle when the world is finished and completed its journey. That's on the macro. Now, the Maral explains a very well-known mission in the Masech de Salvas, that al shlesha devar ma'il The world stands on three things. Al-Atayra, al Those three are the pillars of the world. What do those mean? So it's interesting. Many know, I think, these ideas the Maral says, but, and this is, I think, uh, you would appreciate about how People learn machshava. I don't have many pet peeves, but one of them is what people call machshava. Why? Because many people learn maral with numbers and uh, you know um, symbolism. And the reason why that that really bothers me is because maral is the most real safer I've ever learned. And people do the exact opposite with it. They call machshava. Machshava means theoretical or thought or and it has nothing to do with their life. Well, there's numbers and shmaina, shemen, and oh, shmini, and higher, and, and then they keep on doing whatever they've been doing, doing before they learned that piece from the morale. And morale, when you really learn his work, it changes who you are as a person. It's the deepest psychology and philosophy that relates to a person's life. So he says a well-known idea. He says, these three pillars are the three types of relationships that we have in the world. Alatayra is ben odem la'atmai, and which translates as Torah is the relationship you have with yourself, avoid is the relationship you have with God, and relationship you have with others. Those are the three entities. It's almost like the Luchas had on one side of the first five between man and God, the last five between man and his fellow, and the Luchas himself. Kasma Luch Lubecha is yourself. You have to first be you. What does it mean, What does it mean a relationship with yourself? So I don't think I'm going to say anything like a chiddush, anything novel, but I don't, just don't, pe- I don't think people translate it. The relationship between yourself means to say that you have to actually have a relationship with yourself. <laughs> it's like, it sounds like what I just said. I just translated the word. But I think people fail to realize that you need to be your own best friend. You need to be having inner dialogue. 
you have to actually have a relationship with yourself. And, 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 and the order, I think, is integral. That before you want to relate to God, to have a voida, before you want to relate to other people, you need to have Tyra. You need to relate to yourself. And that is the person who is the Adam Hashalim, who is connected with all his fibers, whether they be the nervous system, whether they be in the digestive system, whether it be neurobiologically. All the neurons have to be firing with neural pathways connecting all of you has to be connected. Your soul with your body, umafli lasis, has to be connected. That's your purpose, to become you. When you're able to do that, then you're able to connect with actually your the God that's inside of you. Your neshama, shebekirbi, is connected with your body. It's actually interesting, Revolbi in a different piece says, who is the person? It's a well-known question. You're not your soul, because you say, neshama shebekirbi. You're not your body, because you thank God for the body that he gave you. So who are you? <laughs> it's like, who am I? Says Ravobi, you know who you are? You're Das. What's Das? We know the word Das means the word for intimacy, which is connection, is the word of Das. And as we know, Kabbalistically, Chachma Bina Das, Keser Chachma Bina. And Das is the connection, is the neck. The Eitzha Das was the, the Adam's apple, but the neck was formed only, some say, after the sin of the Eitzha Das, because you needed to connect. Now there is a disconnect between the person's neshama, which is in his moich, in his brain, in his head, and his body, what you know and what you do. That is das. And that's who you are, says Ravel. But you're actually neither one of those. You are the holistic. You are the whole you. Now I'll explain what the Yitzhah is. Says Ravel, El Zar, there's a God of Zaris inside of you. This is incredible. What's the word achzer? An achzer is someone who's cruel. Why would a person be cruel to another person? So the word achzer is actually a compound word. It's achzer. That person is but a foreigner to you. Like we know rachamim is from the word of rechem. And rechem is the womb. The mother, she has the most compassionate, what's called maternal instinct, because she has the baby being formed inside of her. And so to speak, we're also inside of God, that's, with, that's the word rachamim. But when someone is a czar, then you're cruel to the person because that has nothing to do with me. Says Rabbi Volbi, he says, the yetzer hara is the force that disconnects us from ourselves. That's the koyach of zaris begufishal adam. In a person's body, and I don't know if, you could, if we could go, we could go that way. We don't have to, it's another level about why it's in the body. But in the person's body, there's a force that disconnects, that pulls away, that's monotic from a person's neshama. And that is the Yitzhahara. This that makes us do things we didn't want to do. Right? It's a difficulty. People have this. They don't understand that, how that makes sense. I didn't want to eat that whole bag of chips. I don't want to eat that whole bucket of ice cream. I don't want to watch that thing. I don't want to watch YouTube till three o'clock in the morning. Why did I do that? Who, who is the one doing what you didn't want to do? It's like uh, people struggle with this on many different levels. And the answer is that they're not connected with themselves. They're not in harmony. It's like a, it's like a couple. 
if you want to get a little bit more further out concentric circles, that's how I view the world, a husband and a wife, which is really a relationship between the soul and the body. That, you know, the, 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 the children are, are, you know, disoriented and they're, they're not doing well. Why not? Because they're getting one message from the father and one message from the mother. And there's some splitting going on. Because they're not harmonious. They're not shalem. And therefore, there's dysfunction. In the person, him or herself, is the same thing. This force of Ra, which Maral always says, Ra is heder, is chesarim, is lacking. That deficiency comes from this elzar, which a person doesn't have a relationship with himself, doesn't love himself, doesn't know himself. That is the source of, so to speak, this evil inclination that we have to do things we don't want to because we're not, we don't have all our ego state connected on board together, focused. And that's how the Yitzhahara counters the Tachlis HaAdam, which is the Tachlis HaBriya, to get the Tainik karmiti, which Olam Haba really is the sum total of all your experiences in this world, which is, I like to say, I, I believe I found this uh, source somewhere else similar to what I said, but at, at the time, I think it was shocking to myself that I said this, that I, I once had a working relationship with someone who must have touched thousands of people inspirationally, spiritually in the work that he did. However, this person was very lacking in their self, that they, they really were very disconnected from themselves. And it was obvious to anyone who had a close relationship with this individual. And I said that this person is going to have, if you want to give a simple, uh, you know, uh, simile or whatever, of like, you know, they can have miles and miles and acres and acres and palaces and palaces, whatever, you know, metaphor people give in Eilam Hab in the world to come. I said, but there's going to be one problem. He's not going to be there to experience it because he never lived a day in his life because he wasn't him. And the people, the reason why many people struggle, I actually had a conversation with someone today, this afternoon about this, is that the people just don't tune in to their own channel. They're not listening to themselves. And before you relate to God, says the Baal Shem, the Baal Shem says, you want to be David, you want to connect to Hashem, your God? Be Ba'atim. You need to be you. You can't connect to a God if you don't exist. That's the Yetzirah. That's the battle that we do when we don't know who we are and we don't, we don't embrace who we are. And I can tell you from a personal um, growth and from people I've worked with is that I believe, like we say in concentric circles, people fail to become who they need to be. And therefore they have difficulties. Like we were saying before, we project it out there onto God, onto others, whether it be the symbolic Yitzhahara, or what we call tithes, or about the way we objectify women, or whatever, however you want to say it, when really it's, it's all inside, and we're just projecting this onto what's outside over there. That in, in one... Uh... I like the piece that you uh, chose, which is Torah is to yourself. I think that that, that that is a crucial principle. You know, we know it's Lilmo to Lilamed, 
And yet, even Lamed is Talmida Yeser Mikulam, right? <laughs> you know, Torah is essentially uh, an internal idea. Obviously, when you give it over to someone, it's the ultimate act as the Balatanya and others say, about giving over, it's, it's, it's in a way a dveikah in kamohu, but it starts with the, your own unique formulation, which is based on the fact that it's you at your age, at your time, and, and, and from where you're coming from. And of course, that's you, because you're, right. The, right. The, the understanding that I have in a piece of Gemara was shaped by me being 62 years old, growing up in Memphis, Tennessee, and being in America and, and being like Yiddish and English together. And that's going to influence the way I understand things. That's going to take my totality of perception, and I'm going to have to uplift it, understand it, fine tune it, hone it towards something great and i'm and i'm going to need every aspect of what makes myself me for it to work otherwise it don't work right it's not really osik patora and it's not really torah and 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 i i i think you're correct although if you're running but ultimately you want that as you say you need to be to be a masmid you need to maximize your time to think to the best of your ability. You need to throw all those other stuff out of your head in order to be able to get there. So you're right. It is very much working on yourself and people who are not. And of course, this is really, we talk about in, in the shadow of, of Chaim Kanievsky's Leviah, right? That is the ultimate person is someone who, as you say, knows himself because otherwise you're not going to be great in Torah, right? It don't work. Um, you know, the exceptions prove the rule. And, and, and that, you know, so I, so I agree with you there, um, that, that, that is uh, essential. Um, and, 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 yeah, and, there, and, and there actually is much greater depth. I, I, I don't want to jump into you if you, if you want to continue saying, I just, uh, no. just to make a note that how to explain Tyra as is incredible because I get this all the time. I, I, I have, because I like I, like we said like you and me we both wear many different hats, and um, one as therapist, one as Rav, and one as uh, as uh, as a, as a, as a Shir, you know. And you get you get many different or you know dealing with with unaffiliated people. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions you get a lot is like, what's the purpose of of of, of learning, you know, Gemara, let's say, or you know, like you said, Church and 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 how does that relate to my life? And why would you even say? Maral that that Torah has been on my I mean, like from all the things, why is that a relationship with the self? If anything, it's God's wisdom. Why is that between me and myself? And right, and, 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 as, as the beginning again, as as, yeah. as, as as again, the people who never get farther than the first ten prokem of Tanya, you know, you know, are basically wafted into different ilomas when they hear about the incredible dvekas that occurs with Torah, the das that happens when your mind melds with God. And, and it's like holding on to the melech, as he says, you know, and the melech is wearing all these begotten, but you're still holding on to him. But again, that is you, because really that is the ruchnius, the the part that God wants 
as as you said, Mizabik Zivugim had Kodesh Baruchu being Mashpia. The Zivugim, of course, are obviously the spheroids that are that are being that are being Mizavig one with the other, the way the the Merkova is happening, the way God is influencing and changing things and developing things. You're right, just like this conversation and and, and billions of other things that are going on. But when you're learning Tyra, being in a sense Dvekas with God, you are obviously discovering yourself, the God that put you here at this time in in, in, in creation. I think the problem here is, and this is why I'm pontificating about it, is because when you're not dealing with people who are who could understand this definition of Torah, you are going to have a hard time selling them the rest. You can definitely show them the the burnt out destruction of relationships that don't work. But it is tough to, if they are not Shakua and Torah, to discover that self. Even though there's, there's maybe it's Viktor Frankl, maybe it's some other way to discover it, maybe, who knows. But we know right. that when we don't have someone who is devoted in some intense way towards this type of thinking, learning, understanding, analysis, uh, and, and pairing away incidentals, it's going to be tough to sell them this because they do see Torah as utilitarian specifically, just a guidebook to know what to do. And therefore, they're really, in a way, it's hard to get to that. So I'm saying you, because of who you are, are able to do this. Uh, the question is, can you sell it? And what I want to, and, and again, I, I am an optimist that it could happen, but I do think, and again, this is part of what I was getting at before, which I know is foreign to your, uh, what you want to, you know, your agenda, but maybe the reason why God brought you together to me on your walk tonight to decide to agree <laughs> to converse with me is for me to add this element, which is recognize that Yes, you're right. Revolbe, who also came from the background he came from. There's a reason why Rav Shlomo Volbe right. is the one who speaks to Shlomo Schwartzberg, right? Shlomo Volbe speaks to right. Rabbi Stroh, uh, Yankov Kanyevsky does not, even though he wrote, you know, beautiful svarim about the, uh, right? Or the Orchus Yosher from Rav Chaim Kanyevsky, they don't speak to you in the same way, right? Even though they are also right, wrote right. incredible works. There's a reason why it's Revolbe, who is Zivugim. To... It's, yeah. right. it's, it's, he... it's because of where he comes from, because of his background, because of the 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 sophistication that he brings to Chazal, right? And and and, and we there's no denying that. Now there might be others who innately understood it. I'm sure Rav Chaim understood it, but was would Rav Chaim write that in Orchus Yosher? No, he doesn't write that way. Right. There's there there is something about Rav Dessler, Rav Avromelio, Rav Volbo. They there 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 was a different school, and Rav Volbo especially, I think, coming from where he did, from the background that he came from, from recognizing that that background, that background of 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 of, of philosophy, the background of science, the background of of of, of the Germanic training that he had, I think, allows him to create those type of equations that resonate deeply within you uh, do you agree right so it's a, you know it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting point that you bring up about you know the shitcha serving the malka right 
which is oh, yes. Right. Well, look, there's no question about it. The reason right. the reason why this Bauchuva had to happen was in order to be able to articulate to the late 20th century, early 21st century in a Hebrew that was Makubal, right? Uh, a, 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 a process that they could see. Look, the Piasetzner had it without being a Baltruva, right? You know what I'm saying? The Piasetzner was able to do it even without that. But definitely the quality of language and the ability to go back to first principles, whether it's in Ali Shore or in his Mechtovim, I think that's part of what you're responding to. And that really, I think, is a byproduct of where he's at. Um, but he doesn't become that person unless he is, like you say, totally dovic to wanting to learn from the Mashkiach, from Yenaruchim, and to, and to do the Torah the way he did. So, um, right. I think you I think you touch on a very interesting point about when you when we when you when you bring up this point about when when we're learning Torah and what resonates with a person. So, you know what, what you know there's there's always this is like a big um, uh, hot topic, if you may about the difference between Torah and, let's say, psychology. You know, I'm sure you're aware of many people who say psychology is and this is, you know, it's coming from other sources, and this is not, uh, you know, a Jewish thing. And then you have other people saying, but what do you mean? It's like it's science, and it's, it's medicine, and this is uh, and this is something we could utilize. And that's definitely something that has always been a conversation, and an ongoing conversation. And I think one piece that is, I think, one of the highlights of those who, let's say, speak against psychology, if you may, is because of the neshama. The omnipresence of the neshama in conversation about the self is probably one of the defining arguments of those who are against psychology and saying we're not animals. And, you know, behaviorism has a role, but you cannot define the human being when you're talking about self-awareness without the soul. How do you talk about self-awareness? How, how, how do you utilize all these self-esteem and what are you esteeming? What are you talking about? Are we talking about the same things? And when we talk about learning, essentially, like when you're talking about resonance, what is resonating with who? When you're saying that Rab Shalmei Volbi was writing, or the Kotzker, or Rab Nachman, or the Maral that resonates with me, why does it resonate with me? Pray tell. Why? Because of my upbringing? Because of my nature? Because of my nurture? The Jewish thought, and tell me if, if you're in agreement with this idea, would believe that famous Gemara about that all of Tyre is taught to a person when he's in the womb. And then we all know that clop, and he gets that touch on the lip, he forgets all his learning. And the question is always asked, what's the point of that? Why learn everything and then forget it? And one of the well-known um, explanations is that, well, it's buried deep inside the recesses of the person's soul. And when he learns his chalik entire, his neshama, recognizes and says, hmm, that sounds true. Why do we have that feeling sometimes? Like me and you will, will hear something or read something or learn something and you will get all excited. And I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll turn the page and I'll learn something. I'll be like, wow. And you'll be like, what's the, you know, why are you getting so excited? And that's because we have different neshamas. Right. And 
therefore, that resonates with my chalik in Tyra. And that's from my oilam. And if I want to be able to have a self-awareness, that is my chalik kalakamimah. That is my peace of God that's inside of me. That is my neshama. Again, if you may, again, whether that's the person himself or whatever it is. But that is what, Mara, what Ramchal, Ramayusha Hamletato, says in his famous, those words, if I would get a dollar every time I said those words, of There's so many people that are walking aimlessly, say, what am I doing here? What, what, do, do people even care? Would anyone even cry if I pass away? Does anyone even notice me? And what is your chayvet b'aylam? He says, Ramchal, you got to first figure out what are you doing over here in your world? Now, he uses two words to identify how to figure out what are you doing here in this world? He used the word she is barer, the is amis. What do those two words mean? Is barer is from the word of barer, to select. Or like the word bar of to, to, to put something on the outside and take what, take what there is, what is for you. Now, what's is amis? If you translate the word is amis, it's very interesting. I usually translate it you know, you know, to become clear, right? That the borrower is because it's now, because the things are not mixed anymore, right? Right, you've, right, you've right, separated right. it, you've separated it. So now what you're left with is clarity. She is barrier, right? That's what I would say. Right. Right. Uh, right. Do you, do you so agree? What's the next word? Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So what's so what she is amis mean? Right. Translate the word yis amis for me. What does it mean, Shayis? Listen to the vernacular, Shayis Ames. Yeah. So interesting, that word. Right, right, right. In other words, we know it comes, you know, like to, to, to make it true, that it should be evolved right. to be something that is true. Now, 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 right. she's, what is the next lesson? She's Ames Etzloi, or what is it? She's Ames Etzel Ha'odam. Etzel Ha'odam, right? She's Ames Etzel Ha'odam. Right. right, exactly. So you have Yusami State, so, so the problem, of course, is I'm sorry for stealing your thunder, but I don't want you to go into a 20 minute pontification like you did before. But the point <laughs> is that Yusami's Eitzel is already a, st- a contradiction in terms. Emes is Emes, right? Right. Eitzel means towards right. me, right? So right. I, I, I right. think that's exactly right. In other words, we find an Emes, and that Emes right. is impenetrable. Right. That Emes is unchangeable. Exactly. But it's Yusami's Exactly. Yes, exactly. So what does it mean to make it true by the person? I call that resonance. And you know something interesting? I'll share with you a secret in my clinical work. And I didn't even notice it until I gave a class one. And in my class, I noticed as I was answering someone's question that I use this in my clinical work. And I asked people, you know, does that resonate with you? And I would find something fascinating. I had people, and it happened very often, that don't know who they are. Uh, you know, they, 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 they don't even know where to start. They don't even know what, 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 when I tell them, like, you know, live your life, you, your passion, they're like, look at me like as if, you know, the deer in headlights. Look, I, I don't know what you want from me, Schwartzberg. What does that mean? And the, the one time I find them seeing who they are is when I say, does that resonate with you? And you see their eyes light up and they say, yes. And I said, there it is. And like, there is what? I said, there it is. They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, there you are. <laughs> we just found you. If anyone knows the science of resonance, resonance is when we hit something, it bounces back. 
That's the resonance is that we found you. This resonates with you. That's you. That's the Islamist. Does this resonate with you? Then it's you. If not, it's not you. And that's Shiyazbar the Islamist. It has to resonate with you. And in a little bit, maybe, maybe it's too esoteric, but that's really, or metaphysical, that's really what the Neshama is. Neshama knows your tire already. And you, you're, you are the soul. What's resonating with you is your soul, and you need to hear that. And that's the part of you that has to engage the Torah. That's a relationship with yourself because it's, uh, I, every time I think about this, right, I, I get excited. What does the world stand on? What, what do we say every single morning, Keneged Kulam? What does what Rukhain Kaneski Zatzal do every day, all day? What do all our Gedolim do all day? Even the Rambam famously paskins from the Gemara that if, if the mitzvah can be done by someone else, you need to be sitting and learning time. That's the biggest thing. The town that I come from, Lakewood, Tom's River, is built on, like we were speaking before, the yeshiva of Beis Medrash Kavalya. It's built on Tyre. Now, tell me what the word Tyre means. Yeah, so it, 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 I get excited even asking the question. Tyra, it, it, it's everything, right? We know everything, like, you know, we're talking about Maral, right? Maral always says the shame, the essence is in the shame. Chassidus, they all talk about that, the shame, the, the name, the Baal Shem Tov says, the, the actual name is the essence of the thing. So if you had to encapsulate all of Tyra, once a year, all of Tyra is in the name Tyra. Tell me, what is Tyra? So most people, and it, there is a, a translation that's given over of Tyra, of Hira, of a ruling, of a direction, but that is um, a, uh, look, not necessarily the purest definition, etymologically speaking. Rav Hirsch, who, as we all know, one of his biggest, um, I don't know how to call it, accomplishments or objectives, was to show the inner harmony of the Lashon HaKadosh, to show how all the the words, the translations are all um, interconnected from. Like, I agree with you. It's Hirsch's brilliance. I, 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 I agree with you. It is a, it is Hirsch's brilliance at, at work, but it, we know how speculative it is and how it doesn't align often with the Kadmonim, the Rishonim, the Radak, and others. Um, right. and, and others. Okay. So, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't deny that. I don't deny that this was a certain chalik. I don't know if it's true, but I, I will tell you that he definitely is able with what he, his, his etymological passion definitely led him to places of inventiveness and understanding and insight where he definitely hits a home run sometimes that that's my that, that's right. my take i know that the, right yeah but but again, you have you have the same listen the later... I, I interrupt look i i had to interrupt you for the sake of the right. you know right. uh, for the ballet diktuk who who really tried to <laughs> to to be um you know to not who didn't jump over uh you know 90 
uh, uh, you know, uh, barrels when they were doing a figure eight skate like Rav Hirsch does. The others really, you know, based <laughs> themselves on 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 the Kadmonim and really, you know, went with the Shoirish Amikran, went through Menachem, Machberis Menachem and others, et cetera, you know, when they were dealing with, right. you know, right. Hirsch really unshackled himself from that in order really to, right. to, to, to go to in order to uh, inject into Torah a certain energy. In other words, he didn't want it to be just cold philology. He wanted that philology to actually uh, have a life to it that would energize his readers, and it's and, and it continues still to do so. So go ahead, go ahead. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm just a hurrah. Hurrah, hey, yeah. raise hey. right? Which is so. Which what is does that pre- mean? That means. Pregnancy. Pregnancy, yes. So, so this is like, wow, what shaykh is? What, what, are you serious? Like, you're telling me Tyra is pregnancy. Why, pray tell, would Tyra come from the to- root of pregnancy? Right, right. Totally, his, as my old Chavrusi used to say, Avram Cooperman, uh, the son of Rabbi Huda Cooperman of the Meshachachma fame, Kol haschuyot shmurot. You know what I'm saying? This is a total Hersheyan vart. But okay, go ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. That, right. And I'm not. I'm not so, trying to discount it. I. I know. Go, go ahead. Right. Build it up. Right. Right. Mind blowing. So he says. Listen, I'm trying to remember if I recall his words precisely. He says that an inspired brain plants the seeds inside the body creating a living spirit. Wow. Listen to, let me, let me elaborate on what he says based on the Balatanya and the Kunjus Achran. The Balatanya says that Lima Taira Bipnemius, the understanding of Taira in the inner dimension of a person, he calls it Hamshachas Hamaychen. What's Hamshachas Hamaychen? Hamshachas Hamaychen means that you have intelligence that resides in your brain. Now we know we all put on film every day, the men put on film and we say, the soul that's in my brain. And to simplify the Yitzhahara is in the Gufish Aladim, he resides in the heart. They have these different, you know, bases. And I, I, if you would indulge me with, a, with another metaphor, I, I think it could explain a little bit this idea of Hamshachat Hamaycha. The, I want you to imagine for a second that you have this guy, Yankel, who his father uh, passes away. And his father owned what's called a churva, uh, like a dilapidated building in, in some place in Yerushalayim. And the son inherits it, and the son was renting an apartment. He figured he'll move into the apartment. Now it was a really rundown uh, apartment. There was two stories, but the upper door to the attic was like jammed. And he was like, you know what? I have enough problems over here on the first floor. I don't need the attic. We were just living. He was trying to, you know, there was leaks and this and that. Well, they got, they got through. Every now and then his friends would ask him, say, what's up there in the upper story? He says, nah, do I know? I tried once opening it. It's not worth it. It's anyways for job, but it's, it's, you know, and I have enough over here in the first one. I, I don't need more headaches to deal with what's up there. Finally, one day they pushed him and said, let's go, let's try to see, you know, and they came there and they all together pulling, pushing, and finally they broke open the door 
and they, they what they see up there is this they're, they're, they're wow it's state of the art furniture everything is brand new couches and beds and and and, and microwaves everything and on the table there there's a deed to properties and a bank statements and basically he he just became wealthy overnight and now with all the money that he has and he could live up there in that suite and then and then he was able to redo you know the first floor like a one big foyer and like he extended it, he made this beautiful apartment that is like a muscle of the human being we all live down in our body and we're like this is difficult it's, it's hard financially it's hard emotionally it's hard relationally and a lot of people just stay there in the body. And as all the, as many great philosophers, um, they were very depressed because like, what's the point? Like Kahala says, and like Mr. Sishram says, it's just like, it's mostly difficult and challenging. You get a little bit pleasure out of it. Like it really, is, is, it, is it really worth it? And for a lot of people cop out because it's not worth it to get married, to have kids, to be tied down, to like, to work your brains off, to support kids who are going to scream at you and complain to you. And seriously, is it, is it really worth it? No, but there's this upper story that people are not exploring and not connecting to, which is our brain, which inside our brain is our soul. Now, what's interesting is that, and this goes back to the machshava I did before. When I was saying Machshaba, yeah, I wasn't saying that Machshaba is not in contrast to Hasidus or Kabbalah or whatever. My point was, like you said at the end, that people learn it as if it's an intellectual exercise disconnected from their bodies, disconnected from their lives. And the objective of the attic, of this beautiful apartment, is not to stay up there in the attic. Many people neglect their wives, their lives, their kids, their communities because they're just up there in what I call the attic. And they escape in the attic. And they lock the door to the attic and everyone's banging on the door and they don't listen, they put on their headphones and just do what they want to do, learning and ignoring everyone else. That's the furthest thing from, from life. And they do the same thing with their own body. They do it with their own self. You know, that's Atasa Yetzer. It's actually Yitzhahar is doing that. Yitzhahar wants you to lock yourself up in your Gemara, in your study and ignore the whole world and ignore your own self and feel like, wow, I'm learning. But you don't even know who you are. You're not even living your own life. The Balatan, you're telling us, it's draw it down. It's pregnancy. It's, 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 when, when, you, when you learn Tyra, and this actually goes to like what you said about Shersh and Agach. I give a shir, which is not well known. Yeah, my Dafachim, like you said, is well known. And some of my other shirim are well known. And the Rambam shir. One shir is not so well known, although I do get feedback from here and there. It's my Taisa shir. I give a Taisa shir, it's on old off. I must say, it's from the most difficult shir I have to give. As we know, Taisa itself is difficult, but there's a big difference about learning Taisa and teaching Taisa. It's just to get the words out, it's just, it's just so hard to explain. Why do I do it? Trust me, I don't get you know, compensated uh, that would make it worthwhile. The reason why I do it is because, like this, you know, I'm sure you've heard this quote. Tell me what your opinions are and I'll tell you which newspaper you read. Why do you think the way you think? You think that way, and this is actually coming back a little bit to the resonance about your neshama and what you experience in the world, which is a big concept of Hasidus from the Baal Shem Tev, but you know, what, what, what you experience out there is really a reflection of what's inside of you, is because of what you're exposed to. 
what you're reading, the reason why you believe about Trump or Biden, however you believe it, in large part, again, large part, is because of what you're exposed to, your culture, your, the, the, the content. Again, now, when a person, when I learn the Tysis, why do I learn the Tysis? Why am I doing this? Because I want to look at life through the lens of a balatesis, which means to say, when I'm dealing with my wife, when I'm dealing with a, with a decision if I should go to uh, Florida for Pesach or stay home, is going to be because my brain marinated in divine wisdom. We know that in law school, it's well known, whether it's true or not, that they like people who went to yeshiva because they're Talmudists, and Talmudists have a way of analysis. It's because their brain was wired in a certain way of, you know, so let me let me interrupt you for a second here because again, as I, yeah, yeah, again, I, you want to marinate, but you want to marinate in Tosfos. The morale would have probably told you, why don't you marinate in the Ran or the Rush, as the morale pushed in the Nesiva Torah, right? In fact, the morale struggled with this. The morale, in right, fact, right. was, the morale, you know, right, right, 100% right. The morale was, was frustrated over the fact that Tysus right. did not push things as well as he would have. If he could have put on Tysus's clothes, he would have actually been masber things even more. But Tysus, of course, does something which Schleimer Schwartzberg likes that perhaps, you know, allows him to marinate even more. Because Tysus, the way Tysus is written, you know, dealing, you know, uh, you know, uh, bringing out the question from another place in Shas, uh, discovering the 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 issue, discovering the inconsistency, discovering the thing which is not exactly the same, which is different. That, of course, was Tosus' great accomplishment. But when Tosus tries to be Miyashev, right, Tosus in many ways is what we would call cryptic. Tosus' answers, and then you sort of have to break your head to try to figure out what does Tosus really mean behind this answer? What is really the difference between this answer and the other answer? When he rejects this answer and inserts that, what is the rationale behind it? Now, the Rosh will tell you why sometimes. The Ran will definitely tell you why. And, and he'll, and of course, which comes from the school of the Ramban of the Rashba, where if you learn Teres Habayas, which I know you have, you realize where it's at. But I think what Schleimer Schwartzberg likes is the fact that he has the field to play in where he can invest <laughs> that, okay? Which allows, Very yes, which true. allows marination. Look, I, you know, again, I would say, well, I, I want to learn Hilchus Bechiris from the Ramban. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, okay, I yeah. want to give sure of that. Right. Tysus, you're right. Tysus is definitely that challenge, but Tysus allows you to be individualistic, to actually see that, to know that the answer is there, and then to push back and try to insert. And that's the reason why, despite the morale's frustrations, Tysus still, you know, ran the day because it allowed itself the type of, uh, his bayrim. You know, in, in other words, when you want to ride the Bronco that is the Ramban, you know, you're going to have to actually work much harder because you're going to have to submit to, although there's still room, but I think that you're able with Tysus, and that's what I would say. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's why actually um, the uh, one thing that I was fascinated by when I discovered this was that if, if you look at this forum, that a person, this goes back to the Islamist idea we were speaking about before. You know, when people want to know who they are, you know, they say, look at all the things in your life, look at all the things in your room. You know, you can start to learn a little bit about yourself. 
And I'm very into, it's actually funny, when it comes to Rabbanus, one of the questions they prep you for is, they're going to ask you, what are the svarim that you like learning? And the reason why that's so telling and so important is because you can learn about a person, about what he's attracted to in terms of what his ideal svarim are. Yeah. And not just because what material he's going to be using, but because of what is Yisamis with him. And like you so succinctly said about me, I like the marinating. I like Maral because Maral, he, he's like, Tishlami, take it. Take it, and I want you to, I want you to get it. I want you to marinate in this. And I, want you to and I also the, want ah, you to ah. figure out how is this any different than what I said two pages ago, where I seem to be saying the same thing. What have I altered here, right? What, what, and again, that, that's part of the kfilas of the morale is what is very frustrating. When Avram Kreeb, you know, came up with his, um, uh, you know, sort of like condensed version of morale, kisve morale, it was not a hit. But but all of a sudden, you know, when Hartman, you know, decides to turn the morale into the like, you know, the Manhattan phone book 20 times over. Right. Oh, you know, somehow it's a you know, it's a bestseller. Right. Um, you know, and again, that's really, again, the, you know, the, the right. Like I said, the morale, you know, is, is really in many ways like his own man. And I think that's part of the reason why that's what I would say. I'm an arm. I was an, I'm, I'm sitting here, you're walking and I'm sitting here, but I'm saying, you know, I'm as an armchair psychologist, I would say that's part of what Whitehouse speaks to you. The truth is me at 62 years yeah. old, I, I, I'm actually, you know what, I'm actually, I, you know, I'm actually giving somewhat shorter shrift to Tyson and more shrift, I think, you know, to the Rishonim who, who build themselves on Tyson. Look, the Ramban would never be who he was without Tyson because he takes Tyson's kashas, he takes Tyson's auras, and he takes it to different places, right? As, you know, again, part of what the Achronim try to do is sort of like, you know, roll the baby back in and say, okay, well, you know, the two Tarutz and Tyson is really this machlekas that we find between the Ramban and the Rashba, et cetera, right? But, you know, I, look, I, I respect respect it. And I, I, I think what it allows you to do is to find yourself, to create yourself. But again, I, I go back to my salient criticism here that despite your qualities and your ability and your charisma and being able to give it over, the question is the wave that you are going to exude out that's going to sort of like pick everybody up. If they are not Tamir Chachamim, then they might have a hard time doing this, right? They might feel guilty about not knowing the self, the question is, will they be able to roll up their sleeves and do this hard work if they're not necessarily B'nai Torah in that way? Do you hear what I'm saying, Shlema? Right. So, right. So, so, so what, what I think, um, what I think you're correct in is, of course, that the wave that, 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 that someone would make with their contribution to the sea of Torah um, would, would require um, someone who knows how to serve. And someone who's looking for that experience. And as any author knows, you have to find your ideal um, reader. And you can't try to think that you're going to be selling to everybody because then you're not really selling to anyone. Okay. All right. And, well, that's, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, look, like and I said, you know, I don't mean to be dismissive by calling it eclectic. Because it's not. That's we're in, in a way we're all eclectic, right? Um, and 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 I think that's you know it, the question is how broad or are, are the appealing of that eclecticism. 
can you know can be right you know well is is, is the nitzvah's parish eclectic oh yes right definitely is so is the rachayim but yet they were unique they were different the same thing can be said about the the panam yelfais of the afla these are all, all those three svarim are they're different hirsch for sure right and yet Mm-hmm. That's the power of what we, as you say, of, of impregnating the world with your ideas, right? That's part of finding, you know, kindred spirits. But, you know, again, you know, I've been trying for about an hour to, to, to make my point here about something else, <laughs> Shulema. But again, I'm having a lot of fun battering this, you know, this, this badminton birdie back and forth with you a little bit. Um, but again, here, here's, uh, let me throw this out at you. I do believe that we need to stop infantilizing the Yetzirah and we need to have discussions about it. I think it should not be uh, in, in the way that these, you know, these uh, hypocritical priests do in terms of how dare you touch yourself in that place, etc. I think what needs to be is we need to talk about the, the ideas. Now, one way we can do it is from the Torah itself, right? Now, again, you're right. You could amass the sources that you want but you could also go back to the psukim that deal with Yetzir, Leib, Odom, Rami, and Urov. You could also talk about that, which is something which I'm surprised you you didn't say, which is that Miloshin Mitzayim. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting, when, it's interesting. Right. It's interesting. When you said Minu Urov, Chazal famously tell us Minu Urov means Mishoshin Niner Mimei Imoy, which right. is... Um, when the when the baby starts shaking, right, which is which is Chazal is saying, and Chazal of course say that in terms of when the Yetzer Tov is Nichnas Adam, right? The Yitzhar is there, you know, in the beginning in some primal way. I want, I want to absorb, as Rabbi Eshlag and others say, right? The Rutzen to be Makabel, the Rutzen to just want, the Rutzen wants just to take into yourself as opposed to being Mashpia, right? Um, but 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 I think there's something there. Again, the Malbim and other Mafarsha Mikra say about that Yetzer Leva Adam is the Lev being Mitzayer, the idea of 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 of, the, of not just fantasy, but actually creating possibilities in your mind of what it's going to be like, right? That that's sort of you say the chips, right? Okay, so it's hard when it comes to the chips. It's like, look, I'm hungry, and I remember what this was. But you were mitzayer in a certain way, the way some chip eating made you feel at some point, right? Or if right. it's if it's there, there's some image that you are able to create, right? There's an image that you create, and that that, that seems to be a byproduct of achilas from the Eitzadas, right? The ability to actually fantasize and think about a, a world and a possibility, uh, a, 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 a sense of things that you can somehow, na- now I'm going to fulfill that, right? I had this idea and now I'm going after it, right? To be Mitzayer. Um, and, and, and that is, where does that come from? Where, where does it come from? You know, you, you know the, the, the image that, that, that fashions in your mind, um, as you say, even though you know Look, it's taking me away from Olam Haba. It's taking me away from the ultimate Tainug. It's taking me away from something which I, which has been drilled into me as eternal, and yet I'm, I'm being mitzayer this, you know, this, this Narish guide. But I'm being mitzayer it, and and somehow I, it draws me toward it. Um, and, and and I think there's something here about the creative faculty of a person um, that 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 is important. 
which is different than just the the instinct, the killer instincts that we find even by the bonobos or some of the other uh, you know, the, the animals. You know, when they talk about you know you know which animals you know who's evil, who's really evil in this world. I think there's something here about being mitzayer that needs to be uh, talked about about how we use. Um, you know, and it's not just to fantasize, it's also to really use our stored memories to create something, a story that yeah. we want to now. Yes, it's interesting, fulfill. like, you know, like what you're saying with Mitzayer, like about, you know, like from the word of seer of um, like Dimion, you know? Right, exactly. Like, I know. I know from your, you know, again, the, the alternative, and that was in the little um, conversation snippet that you sent me, which, you know, which was, you know, like, like infinitesimally small compared to the, what we're doing right now. But, but, but that you talked about, about it being Milosh and Tsar, narrowing the focus, right? But there's also, maybe that's part of what being Mitzayer does too. Maybe etymologically, you know, Hirsch and his, well, my M is maybe nodding his head and say, yeah, they're both, it's all from the same genre, right? To be, it's, it's narrowing, but it's also, if you don't narrow it, then you have no picture. All you have is just like, you know, Jackson Pollock all over the place, right? You're only being Mitzayer if you're actually able to sort of like fashion it and come up with something that's solid, right? So again, and the two probably do go together in some way, right? You can't really come up with a tsura unless, as you know, it somehow right. has some sort of form that is, it can't be just the spashness of everything out. But I think that, right. I think that's that, what a tsura is, right. right? So I think that's part of it. I think part of it is, 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 is catching people in that imaginative faculty. And I think that's where the teenagers have it. That's what a nahar does, right? It's a sense of, yes, I can be something despite what my family is telling me I am, right? I'm discovering that. When I'm five to 10, I'm just learning the rules and understanding them, things that I've heard like in the outside, in the echo chamber, I now articulate and I'm able to say it to myself. But as a child approaches adolescence, what happens, the narus that we know, the halachic narus, not just that's really about re-articulating it to yourself and being able to sort of test that, right? Not just as, as, as we know from the Mishnah, I can now repeat Mishnah yourself from five to 10, right? Uh, I'm sorry, Mikra five to 10. Now I'm ready from 10, I'm ready now to sort of like, to 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 be mitzayer, uh the, those things. That's where I, I've I've got my mission of mind, and and I'm and, and I'm on the on the on the cusp of even the Talmudic mind of fifteen on, where the siurim are really uh, taking shape, right? They're really taking off, and I think that's part of 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 where we as teachers, and this is a show about education, uh, you know, <laughs> ostensibly. I think that's where, at that age, I think that's where we got to really get back to teaching that, to teaching. And, and again, because what we have said today, Shlema, again, this conversation, your uh, essay, your, your manifesto, again, how is it going to play to the 11, 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old, 16-year-old? They're just trying to figure out who they are. They're being tired to themselves. So... And, and I think if we don't get them there, then I think we, we, are, we, we, are, we are behind the eight ball in terms of bringing them back, in terms of thinking about what the Yetzirah is and what, who they themselves are. 
So I had an idea, and again, I want to hear you, hear you, you know, poke at it, and you can you can puncture it because you've thought about it much more than I have, you know, I, I you know, obviously because you are you, this is your project, but I think part of the way what what would work is, and this is what I think, why is it that 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 we 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 end up being frustrated because people have a way of defending themselves, even though you say they don't know themselves. There is a mechanism that biological science tells us about which is we don't like to be shunned. We don't like to be outside, right? We, we, we build up fictions in our mind that we don't want to be excluded. And when we, are, uh, when we are sermonized at and we are preached at, we have ways to defend to ourselves what we did and it wasn't so bad. And that's part of the reason why the best shmuzim you know, although they, they they seem to permeate for a while, but as they start to seep in and sort of the, the inner defense mechanisms that that the Yetzirah whatever it is, has has developed, we, we, we exude them out. And we say, well, you know what? <laughs> they don't really apply that much. And I'm really not that bad um, because we can't live that way looking at ourselves, and especially a teenager and a young person, we know how destructive that is. And we know how many kids I've dealt with in my uh, career as uh, teaching in yeshivas, not on the highest level of kids who are have become roadkill to that type of uh, preaching, exhortation, and, 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 and browbeating that has occurred to them. So what I would suggest is that we need to come up with a way to do this. And, and whether it's, for, and I think there are, there are a number of options. One option, I think, is to be able to create that safe space is to, well, let's talk about the Pasuk. Let's talk about this character. Let's talk about Noah. Let's talk about what, what decision did he make? Let's, let's, let's speak about it as adults, not just what did Rashi say and what did the Ramban say, but let's have a conversation of, of these characters. Let's talk about Yosef. Let's talk about it and see where was there an element of Yetzirahara here? What would you have, right? And, and again, without getting, you're right, what would you have done? But because it's safe, it's not about me. It's about Yosef. It's about Noah. It's about Shoah Melech. It's about David, right? Um, and, and I think that that is a, 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 a way in my mind. And again, it goes against the Slobodka derach of godless Odom and godless of everything in, in Tanakh. But I think that it does allow, again, it has to be a conversation where you're not necessarily, you know, you know, putting on your Mordechai Kaplan hat. You know, and ready to just say, okay, look, you know, you know, or or A.J. Heschel, but you are able to, again, again, right? It was meant to resonate and meant to be spoken about in a way that a person with, on the guise of understanding the Pusik and understanding the story can actually create real change and application to themselves that's what i would say on level one i have another level coming up what's your uh, uh, what's your because you can say what you want and people could hear without being defensive because it's not about them and when when it's about a biblical figure it's really about the different states inside of us we all have a yeset inside of us we all have a hill in the Shama and the okay, you're right. You're right. It, it, it can be taken into to uh, the Agadita 
as well. You know, a goddess that we have, whether it's from Amram Hasid or Shammai and the Gare, right? Right. I was just saying, on since part of when we have students, it's based on some sort of boxy uh, curriculum. We, right. Rabbi Stroll would want us to do this, right? Uh, that's what, at least that's what I feel, right? Despite the fact that, you know, Rabbi Isaac Sher would be saying, what is he saying, right? Right? Look, I'm not trying to be Matzik Steinsaltz and his Demuyas, right? What I'm saying is we need to make it real. And I, and I think that definitely, again, maybe different schools are different. But do you agree with me, Shlaima, that that within the instruction to deal with these questions, not just, okay, not just what's the Machlekes Rashin Ramban, but to maybe discuss the psychological, the Yetzirah, what is going on, and, and have a real talk about hmm, what is the move here, right? What is the move, right? What, right? And, and I think, you know, what should David Amelech have done, right? What, what right? Is, is, do we justify this, right? What's going on with David? What's happening? Um, and again, I, again, with again, you can always have the Surgeon General's statement, etc. But again, I, I think it's necessary because otherwise, if it's preaching towards the person, I think that doesn't work for today. It doesn't work for the kids for today. And I've seen the korbonis of that. Um, again, look, I know you're hesitant and you don't want to be on record for anything that's 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 out of bounds. But <laughs> right. Look, look, I'm finished on upgrades and I understand. Um, but, but what I would say as an alternative, and I see your hesitation indicates to me your silence speaks volumes. But here's my second option. My second option is something which I also mentioned to you, which is the idea of. You know, we are, as you said, the, you know, we, what is one of the things that has um, uh, caused American society and maybe world society to really um, to, to lower uh, the, uh, the effectiveness of them is, 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 is what media is doing, right? Media keeps people up at night. They're, they're binge watching this and that, right? We, we know, and even the, in the Frumvelt, did you see this little meme? Did you see this little thing? Oh, did you see that little video that he did, right, et cetera, right? We have, for better, for worse, the culturalization, right? Did you watch Shlema? Did you watch Shlema's Davachaya, right? Whatever it is, right? We absorb this way. There's plenty of media out there that I think could be fashioned. And maybe we could fashion it where we could say, hey, look at this story. Okay. What is, why is this person making this move? It's not you. No, really, it is you. But okay. But watch this story and let's talk about it. And, 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 and because the gloves are on, because it's something else, because it's a good show. Because the cinematography is beautiful, because, as you said, like the, the beauty that you gave the marshal of the of the attic, we can we if we physically give these images and are able to talk about them, then maybe I think we, we, we have an ability to really get people at a young age to question themselves and to realize what the Yetzirah is. If we get them to talk about the guy in the movie why the guy in the movie did this and why, right. You know, why they didn't come back, why they didn't, why they didn't listen to the better part of themselves. Stop the film. What would you do? Go around, talk about it. You know, it's much easier 
Because all of a sudden you'll find people are articulate about something that isn't threatening to them. And yet it is about them. I don't know if you've experienced yeah. this, but, 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 you know, it, it's a way to, to really beat the eight Sahara at his game, right? Part of his game is the self-preservation game, right? That self-preservation game is, is an energy that, that, that constantly um, stops us from growth because we, right? But when we see it, look, Nelson Anovi did it with David Amelch, right? That's what Nelson Anovi did. Uh-huh. I don't need a better Raya than that, right? Nelson Anovi is Mitzayer with the power of Nivs Fasayim, a fantasy that doesn't exist. Right? What does he say? Ataish. That's you, buddy. Right? Mm-hmm. That's you. Wow. And and and, and it shakes David to his court. He says, Khatasi. And as the Sefer Karim says, it's in that moment that David shows his primacy as Melech over Shaul. Right? When but David needs he needs to respond. And I think look, David Amelech is Adam, he's every person, right? He's Shiva Shadim. That's why Tilim speaks to all of us, right? Right? So in many ways, I think that what worked for David works for everyone. And I think, again, our, our door, I think, does need this, right? It needs to have maybe people like Shlema or someone else, like yourself or others, crafting very gishmak scenarios that really bring out the choices we need to make and, and, and the truth about how we fool ourselves and what the Yetzir horror really is. Can, 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 you, can you come on board on that? Or, or is this something that you want to percolate yeah. in your Yeah, head? no, I'm saying, I think, I, I, I think this is why, on a very basic level, movies and books really um, are so popular with people because there's something that you have those characters that maybe those dark characters um, and that you know inside of yourself, but you don't want to see that. But seeing it on the silver screen somehow allows you to see it, and you actually are able to embrace that story. And yeah, if you can stop and have a conversation, um, yeah, obviously to bring it back in uh, on some level, um, that that could really help you understand, like, you know, what this character did or didn't do, and was that helpful or not? You know, I just think, you know, I think if we have producers like you, um, you <laughs> know, see. putting together the plot would be more helpful than you know no. some, some right. someone else but, who but, obviously has a different agenda. Yeah. Okay. But but again, if 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 part of it is even like you said, you know, he was completely Shakua in the Velt in Tyra. And that was it. Of course, he he was of himself. You know, the Hechrach forced him to be involved. And we know he did take his kids out when he was younger, right? But Rav Chaim would not, people would say, you know, Rav Chaim basically, nothing could stop him from what he was doing, from his learning. And, and in many ways, what you said earlier about, well, maybe certain people have to realize that they owe their family. They need, that that's Yetzirah, that they're just going to sit and stay another hour when their wife is expecting them, or realizing that their kids need to speak to their, their father, right? And even though some part of their brain might be dancing with the simcha, but they figured out 
the two Tarutz Mentesis and the Machlekas Tzitzis and Nesivas, you said earlier that that could be the Yetzirah itself at work. Now, mm-hmm. right? I, I think I'm pretty much mm-hmm. what yes. you're saying. And, and exactly. That, right? and, and, and again, so for Chaim, it might have been... You know, it's fascinating. Agav, 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 by the way, I had read recently, like like two weeks ago, from Chaim Kanievsky, that he learned with every kid, I don't know, every kid, all of Shas. Like he actually, when he would learn with them, he would actually like teach them like, uh, he would build a sukkah as he's learning with them. I was blown away because you get the impression Chaim was busy learning and his kids, like they went to Cheder and like, you know, he said hi to them and bye to them. But he actually didn't. He actually learned with them and finished shaft with them by the, by, by the bar mitzvah. I'm like, I don't believe it. I, I just, I, I, it gave me a whole new appreciation of the man behind this larger than life persona. And like, he didn't neglect his kids. And his kids became the gedem that they are because, not in spite of the fact that he was shaku and learning. Yeah, I just, just, I just had to throw the name. Yeah, look, look, how do you spin the trick? Because clearly, again, Rav Chaim's day, and, and it's very well documented, you know, what he was doing, right? Didn't seem to allow that, right? Does a person needs to right. first know you're not Rav Chaim? You know what I'm saying? A person needs to own up <laughs> to know himself, right? It's hard for me right. and you, yeah. right? Two smart guys to say we're not Rav Chaim right. Kanievsky, right? It's tough. <laughs> isn't it right look both of us are smart guys both of us are people that they felt oh they're those kids are super smart right but we're not Rav Chaim right and if we did what Rav Chaim did we might be doing something wrong right so that itself is is is, is something that can be talked about and you could indicate that by without necessarily talking about Rav Chaim but even something where you you see a person who's who who Shakua in his life or some a professor who, right, you know, it could be Fred McMurray, like in, in, in the absent minor professor, like when he invents flubber. I don't know if you ever saw that. Like, 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 okay. And you could say, well, what's going on here, right? Is this, is, is this an ideal? You can talk to people about this, talk to them about it. And, 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 and that is a way, you know, again, whether you could create it, it's there. You have to be inventive. But I think we need to be, we need to outsmart this guy, right? We need to outsmart ourselves. And we need to realize that um, you're right, one size doesn't fit all, to recognize, but, but I think we need to know who we're dealing with. And to me, um, the, like I said, you want Tziurim? I'll give you Tziurim, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you, you're being Mitzayer, I'm going to be Mitzayer. And, 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 and the way you're Mitzayer is, is Mitzayer Tov. And I, I think that's, I think that's, in a way, the way you fight. You fight Tziurim with Tziurim. Again, look, maybe I'm just caught up with... with, with, with ...neighbors. And it's an interesting conversation we had once that um, he said that when he, you know, reads books to his kids, he wants to show them emotional intelligence. So what he does is He's reading the book and he stops them. He says, wait a second. What do you think Menachem was feeling? Why do you think Menachem did that? What do you think he was thinking about when Swilly said that to him? And I was like, wow, that's very nice. Like he's really teaching his kids emotional intelligence. Letting them understand that there are feelings that people are having because many people 
Um, I'm not going to speak about necessarily our culture, but you know, there's many people that um, are emotionally illiterate and they have very high IQs with very low EQs. Their emotional quotient is very low. And that's something that has to be balanced. Let's say it even better, Shlema, that, that sometimes in the yeshiva world, you can somehow skate away. If you're not in the Solantarian perspective, you can almost skate without emotional intelligence because, look, right. this is the state. I'm being Makayim Dalach, right? right? This is what I'm doing. You find it all the time in shuls, the way people uh, shift themselves in terms of getting the omud, right? If they're a yurt site, right? Or whatever it is, checking out the, you know, uh, the big bear aloha or whatever it is about who's who comes first, right? The Kadima Sazach, right? right. So th- there, there is a, a, a way to basically say, all I know, you know, is halacha and really be absent of that type of emotional intelligence, which ends up really, in a way, hurting people. Um, and, right. and, 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 and which I think today, because of the world we live in, the way everything is exposed, it's almost, you know, it, it, it's necessary to try to start to develop that type of emotional intelligence, the, which you actually see, by the way, in Rav Chaim, speaking about Rav Chaim, when you see Rav Chaim saying one size doesn't fit all, Efshar Ulai, right? When, when people would ask him these questions, you can tell even from his three or four word answers, the type of Havchana that he had, which is not necessarily on display, unfortunately, uh, and again, I don't want to be Malakitrug, culture and from the what, what's expected. Um, and, and and it's not as okay, you know. It's this many tefachim, and it, this is considered, you know, this is considered, you know, a yaveles. This is considered, you know, a, 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 like a lulav or, or an esrig. Um, this is, right. and I think, and I think because of that, you know, you sort of have it. Um, and one of the, I, I don't know if it blows me away, but. It's one of the things I, I, one of the first farm I ever received as a prize when I was in ninth grade in yeshiva was the, um, during Pesach time, I have got the Maisen Nisim Haggadah. Um, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you've learned through the, the Nesivas' Haggadah. And he says an interesting thing. He says, you know, he says, when we talk about the Dawud Bonim, you know, Echad Chocham Echad Tam, he says that's connected the paragraph before that says mm-hmm. it's the chacham is mm-hmm. the tam is connected and as the nasiba says a real chacham is not just about Torah it's about the mokim the mokim it's about recognizing the great heck of what the Rabbani Shalom is. Not just what does the Torah ask me, right? Baruch Shnosam Torah Amal Yisro is the Tom. The Tom, Torah, yes, what do I need to do? And again, without the Maral's version of Torah, Baruch Shnosam Torah right? Meaning that's, that's my yachas to God. I have a guidebook. Here's my guidebook. I'm following it. But the Nasivas continues. What is the Chochem's question? Mazois, right? <laughs> it's very simple. It's not complicated. It's not complex. The one who's got Baruch HaMokim, which is Torah Plus, is very variegated. He's got Edes Chukim Mishpotim. He has, he has things down. He has things uh, analyzed. He has things in different groupings. 
again, the, the inference, right. queer, the queer inference from the Nasibas is that you don't need those groupings if all you are is, yeah, just tell me what the terrorist says. I don't care what, what, which one is Adis, which one is Chukim, which one is Mishpatim. I don't need the Hirschian analysis of Chorev, as, as, as Hirsch did, or any of the other ones who try to organize. Who cares? A Chok, a Mitzvah, they're all the same, right? Partial Tarvam Yisro. Masai's, what do I got to do? I think the problem right. is, and that's, uh, go ahead. So the problem is, as it's clear from the Nasivas, is that, yeah, okay, that person, in a way, yes, he has a connection to the Rabbi but it's not as full as it could be and could lead the Tom into a place where perhaps he shouldn't be, right? Look, Yaakov Ishtam, but he also grows when he goes when he goes to Lava, right? He's Ishtam Yoshivaholim, but he needs the crucible of his life with Lavan to become Yisrael. Doesn't happen by being the Ishtam. The Ishtam is great, but it's not what Chachma is. And to me, again, this is just what I'm saying is in I'm not saying anything more than the Mycenaeism that I discovered when I was 13 years old when I read this. But wow, you know what I'm saying? That's I don't know if you were familiar with that shot, but it, I think it has a lot of I think it, it has ramifications to what we're talking about in terms of expanding the the, the mindset. Like the, the halachist and the person who gets the heck of, you know, when you ask a shayla to a a rub, you know, versus a dying, you know, you're either going to get a black and white, you know, and or you're going to get someone who, who takes in the larger picture. And that's like, like we said, like, if you're learning like Taisis, you're learning like Ramban. You can, I have many people learn Ketim Avarchim, very different. Some will learn it with the, like you said, the Rush and the Rif and the, and the, and the Torn Shulchan Aruch, and some learn it with the, you know, the Lambdas of, of, of Ketim Avarchim and with the Taisis and Achreinim, and there's two different, very different ways of learning, and One's chesed and one's guru, and those are two different approaches. And and taking this idea, like you're saying, from the you know the the he was teaching emotional intelligence from the book, that that's a little bit like 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 the halachas um, and like the avdes. And, and I was thinking to myself, and I'll end with this note that because we're all talking about how to be able to you know help the children understand the Sahara, which is the adult version. But can we do we need to actually teach it to them? Or, uh, according to my understanding of what the ATAR actually is, it's more organic. And that is by, I was thinking, about, how do I teach my kids their, their emotional intelligence? I'm like, wait a second, this is my big thing. And I realized that I don't teach it to them orally. I don't teach it overtly. I model it. And when they experience that, so then they're incorporating that from that exposure. And I believe that that's more effective than didactic. And that really comes back to the concept about the Yitzhahara. That possibly we could teach the Yitzhahara through Tzir. And that would be what, like, you're, like, what really what this show is all about is education, which is in the school. That's the role that possibly they have. And that's what, you know, formal education, they have to figure out how could they could be messiah to people, the Yitzhah On the other hand, um, the rest of the world, so their part of educating the young generation is 
actually giving them the safety, like you said, of asking questions and experiencing their own self, that is actually the antithesis of the Sahara, because that's the other mashallah, allowing them to embrace all their flaws, all their insecurities, and not exile any parts of themselves. That will actually help them know what the Sahara is, not necessarily um, from their consciousness, but actually from the origin of which is inside their body, which they're okay with. And that's actually the tikkun of uh, which is actually embracing the Yitzhahara and saying, yeah, that's me. And, and I'm okay with that. And I think that's definitely the beginning of this journey. Well, especially if you say, Shlomo, that that part of it is the desire for if it's covid or greatness and to be able to subsume that into that image in that in what we what we want to try to give over right in other words yes what was pushing me was you know i needed the attention i wanted to be the star i wanted the covid and 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 i guess simply just displacing one for the other if you have someone who is 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 a is oiskevept who basically doesn't want then how is that person ever going to become and achieve and, and, and do these great things to become the, a machaber who could write a derech You know what I'm saying? To be able to, to roll up their sleeves and do that. And of course, Chaim did it because he did it for Teolos of Klal Yisrael. It wasn't because he was, you know, he wasn't pushing for himself. But again, you know, I don't think you can ever talk about, um, you know, the Yitzhahara without quoting, which is every, every yachts who never... You know, he doesn't know any of the chuvas of the Avin Nezer, but everybody knows the Akdoma to the Igwe Tal, right? Which is right, which mm-hmm. is really all about recognizing the the your own gishmak in learning and in a certain sense how you can make sort of a name for your, you know, how you feel good about yourself, about doing it. And 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 the accomplishment yeah. of getting the safer done, the accomplishment of of whatever the project is, which in a way is very similar to you know, the, the, you know, if you keep on browbeating the person and saying that okay, you know this, you know this, you know this is this is this is pride, and this is your own pride in yourself, and you you know Gaiva is so terrible, you have to you have to you know you know right, you know tzorich. So I think that's yeah. that's 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 another way to to stir the power uh, towards that. Um, again, it, 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 you you agree with me that you might fail, right? Because <laughs> we know there's people who you know who unfortunately you know are still able to produce great things. But as you said, maybe if you'll talk to them and you'll do your your Svengali act, you'll be able to tell if they're really. No, in tune with themselves or not, um, but 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 I think to go the other way and to deaden people, you end up, you know, you end up sacrificing, sacrificing, you know, uh, what what could be the, the things that that are, that save us. The things that that are mashum this chesarin that again that we talk about of chaim spetira right but if you if you if 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 you if you and that's how look uh, look at the sheifas that that people have to produce to write um, 
whether it's a safer like, you know, the Piskei Chuvas or something. I mean, you, you're talking about you couldn't do that unless you had incredible shifas. And, and, and those shifas come, I think they start from a psychological point of view, from a sense of building yourself about what, about Asiyah Shem. And, 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 and as you fall in love with the subject and as you, it alters you, uh, you, you still have that, that push to, to create and to build and to make it happen. But then you discover that there's, it, 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 it doesn't, somehow you become part and parcel of it and, and it's, you become a piece of it where it isn't just about building you. But it does, I don't, I, I think it does have to start with building you. And that could be something that, you know, we, at least when I was growing up, we were warned about that, that that is the, that's the ugly hand of, of Gaiva. Mm-hmm. The purpose of the mitzvah is to make you, I call it build the self, like build the beer. Yes, 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 and, yes. And I think you touched on something very deep, and maybe for another time, that you know that geschmack that everyone has is like, you know, when people tell me like, who am I? What am I supposed to do? I go, did you ever see a kid and put him by a playroom, and he stands there by the door, and he's like, hmm, I'm not sure. Should I play with the Lego? Should I play with the blocks or with the cars? And he just sits there by the door for a half hour and can't decide. I'm talking about a kid before he's broken. No, a kid will run right away and engage himself with one of the toys. And that's how we were made. Listic, on fire, looking to build. But also, and that's the problem, is that we fail to acknowledge the light inside, which is always on fire. And yeah. uh, you're you're definitely one of the lights in the world. I appreciate <laughs> you having me. Uh, all right, on well, this show. As 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 Rav Meir, what is this? Rav Meir says, "Vinei Toiv Ma'od, Zayet Tzahara." Rav Shloima, um, you've definitely enlightened and 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 made your case strongly. And let's hope that the you know we're going to hear a lot more about the self uh, project. And um, and look, we know a lot of people are are already um, tuning you in because. They need those graphics for Yavamas, right? They need they have they need those. Oh yeah, they you know, they, they need those graphics. They can't they can't be typist things. They need to have those graphics and and you being you, you know your younger self, <laughs> right? Um, right. You you didn't update it, right? Sure. You didn't go back. That's that that's from seven. That's from seven something years ago, right? Right. Right, right, right. No, when I'm doing it this this time, I'm like the the old guy on the court, you know. When it's like, I feel like it's like when I finish when I give a shit now this month, I'm like I'm like, whoa, that was a workout. And I'm like the guy who comes with his that's knee right. braces and he's like, that's right. Like, Go watch your younger self, but Baruch Hashem, it sounds like you're steiging. And now this is this is this is where steiging gets tough, man. It's easy till you're forty. Steiging after forty, <laughs> right? That that that's the tough part. And of course, listen, I, I, I look forward to seeing uh, the next step. Rav Shloima, thank you so much for being with us on this super long extended two-parter on the Yitzhahara. Uh, we got to get you back. It's got to be, I'm not, I can't wait another 56 uh, episodes uh, over <laughs> two years. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Be well, everybody. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 